Welcome back, everyone, to episode 18 of the Zero Analytics Podcast. On today's episode, we'll visit Snow Hill, Maryland's Logan Chubb Shockley. Uh, Logan recently won the junior pro race at Halloween Havoc at Albemarle Speedway in Elizabeth City, North Carolina. As part of that win, he received a trophy helmet designed and painted by Explicit Designs and Dustin Pleasanton up here in Delaware. Uh, You can also find them on Facebook. And this all kind of came about, uh, if you look on the Facebook page for Zero Analytics, you'll see the helmet from a few weeks ago. And um, it has the Zero Analytics on there, as well as Premier Siding with Scott Hassel, who lives down in the area. And this all kind of came about, uh, I was at the Champ Max Daddy show with Alex White, and I was hanging out and going to talk to some guys that had been on the show and some of my old friends. And as I was talking to Jared Jackson and Stiffy Clutches, um, I walked away and a guy kind of like came after me and said, hey man, I listened to the podcast and if there's any way I can ever help like sponsors or anything like that, just let me know. Um, I like what you're doing you know, yada, yada, yada. That person was Scott Hassel with Premier Siding. And I said, hey, man, I'm not really, you know, really don't want to take any sponsors. I'm not really to that point. Not sure if that's what I want to do. But if you want to do something cool, like, um, we were not sure exactly what we were going to do, but you'd rather be a cool helmet, um, a trophy, a painted bike. We were really, were not sure, but we, over the next few weeks, we talked about it. And we just kind of wanted to almost document it as well to show, I mean, anyone that wants to do something, whether it's showing up and paying the entry fees for the junior classes or a cool helmet that no one's expecting or a cool trophy or anything like that. Um, we just want to show how easy it is to really just to do something good. You know, um, you don't have to have permission from anyone, you know. So we started to kind of put the plan together and... Um, Scott and I <clears throat> contributed a small amount of money and Dustin was, you know, was gracious enough to, to paint the helmet and try to make a kid's day a little bit more special. And luckily the person who won it was, um, Chubb Shockley, who I actually have seen, you know, grow up racing and is about an hour from me where I live now, but grew up at the same, you know, the same tracks in, up in Delaware at the US 13 car club. So it was kind of cool to, you know, to see him actually come from 10th to win it uh he drove a great race and unexpectedly um like i said he didn't realize as you'll find out that that helmet was even for him to win so it was a kind of a cool deal for everyone involved um you know i don't know everyone talks about doing racing stuff and trying to make it better and i just figured that um what better way than to just do it to show it and hopefully uh, people out there do something similar. I think uh, Scott already has an idea for something next year for one of the different classes at Halloween Havoc. And uh, hopefully this grows and hopefully someone listening to this will kind of spark the idea of maybe you want to do custom race gloves, a cool bike. Um, it, it can literally be anything, you know. Um, anyway, I hope you enjoy the podcast. Chubbs just turned 11, as you'll find out. He did a really good job. I actually sent a text message to his dad when he was done and was like, hey, man, I was a little worried at first because it's been a few years since I talked to Chubb, but he did an awesome job. He was well-spoken, uh, even just listening to him talk about racing with his friends and stuff. I think Chubb's himself, as well as probably the kids and people that he hangs around, really represent the sport well. And, um, you know, I hope you enjoy it. And if you see Dustin Pleasanton, Scott Hassel, Chubb Shockley, anybody, um, you know, tell them thanks for their effort into this. Tell Chubbs, you know, thanks for representing the sport well, and we'll talk to you later.
Hey guys, one more last thing before we get started. If you enjoy the podcast, if you find value, the biggest thing you can do is share it on social media, tell a friend, and don't forget to subscribe. Uh, I know that you may not like every one that comes out. You can skip over them if you want, but at least subscribe so you get them when they come out. And uh, like I said, I think there's value in all of them. Maybe it just kind of depends on the mindset you're in at the time, but thank you so much. Throughout the podcast, I reference premiere siding it's actually performance siding with scott hassel in elizabeth city my apologies so do you like to be called chubbs is that a name that you like or would you rather uh people call you logan or do you have another nickname uh, that maybe i haven't heard about uh brian bradford uh he's the main one that came up with it uh i mm-hmm. used to race with him but now mm-hmm. i race with stephen adams but uh i just went from there with being with him and we ever then everybody just started calling me chubbs and i just got used to it so i was like <laughs> okay i like it <laughs> well, that's cool. You kind of remind me, I always, you know, Alex White. I mean, that's who I, yeah. who I helped with tires. And, um, and it's been a few years since I seen you until this year when I, I came to a couple races and, um, it was easy to know why you were called Chubbs a few years ago. Um, you were a little chubbier, but the last time I saw you, man, you're a, you look like a whole different kid. Uh, you've been doing anything different or you just, just hit a little growth spurt and, and uh, shooting up. Well, I've hit kind of a little growth spurt. I've grown a lot, and I've been going to the gym a little bit with a personal trainer. Oh, that's cool. That's good. Um, But, like, he helps me out a lot. Well, that's good, especially with as much as you race. I mean, pretty much uh, anytime I see your dad posting something on Facebook on the weekend, you guys are either on the way to a race or on your way back from a race. So, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, so how old are you now, Chubbs? Uh, I just turned 11 in October. 11? Well, that's cool. Well, happy, uh, when was it in October? When was your October birthday? October 24th. Ah, well, happy belated birthday, man. Thank you. You feel any different to be 11 than it was when you were 10? Not really. I just always <laughs> forget my age. I feel like I'm 10 still. Uh, hey, there's nothing wrong with that. Sometimes I wish I was 10, you know. Enjoy it while you can. I'm sure you hear that a lot. Yeah. But, uh, so when, so what grade are you in now? Fifth. In fifth grade, and you live in Snow Hill, Maryland. Snow Hill, correct? Maryland. Gotcha. Cool. So how? So let's go to your number. So it's it used to be, I guess, forty-eight, and now it's zero forty-eight. No, it's always been zero forty-eight. Oh, has it been zero forty-eight? Okay. Mm-hmm. How did you come up with that number? Why? Why is it? That uh, number? so we were going to uh like uh racing. Hayes' dad. He was he was building go karts and stuff. Mm-hmm. And at that time, racing, he had the number 48. So uh, his dad said that we'd pick a different number. So we just picked 048. And uh, like I said, we just went from there. Gotcha. Well, you were ahead of the game because now you see a lot of, you know, three-digit numbers. And I remember, you know, five or six years ago, there really were not that many people that ran, you know, in the hundreds as far as the numbers and stuff go. So you're, you're a trendsetter. You didn't even know it, huh? <laughs> um, so you travel now with Steven Adams, right? Uh, well, we go to the shop and stuff and uh, every weekend just about. Uh, 
but I like travel down with my dad and go to the racetrack, and then we just meet Steven and everybody there. Okay, and he, so his nickname is Little Donkey, and I was kind of curious if you had a nickname with an animal. What 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 animal would you be? Uh, the goat. The goat. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you've seen my shirts yet, but if you haven't, uh, go look up on my dad's Facebook page or uh, Stevens or uh, Chocolate Boys Racing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw where they has um, the goat as far as like your favorite driver with a checkbox yeah. next to you. Yeah, I was waiting till we got on here because when I when I put the podcast out, I was going to share that from the Shockley Boys page and. Um, so hopefully you get a, you know, you'll get a lot of interest as far as that goes. It's definitely a cool looking shirt. And and who came up with that shirt and that idea? Uh, Landon Huffman, one of my uh, friends that I race with. Uh, his mom is actually doing the shirt. So uh, me and him, we were just talking about like maybe something we want to do, and uh, he said, why not let's put who is the goat and then put Stephen, uh, Bubba, and me. And then I said. Uh, let's add, uh, since we just had Ty come, uh, I said, we're, I said, let's add Ty. So not, and then we just put a little check mark next to my name. It's, it's a, it's a really nice looking shirt, man. It's uh you definitely have one of the coolest shirts out there for sure. At first though, it didn't really, um, it still looked good. Like, but like we had tons of options. We probably had seven different options on the front and back. And we finally got to choose one. I mean, I was like, uh, first though, like it had Chubbs gets dubs really big on the back, and then it was like, <laughs> it was pretty much the opposite of what it is. And I was like, I don't really like that. And we asked uh, Landon's mom if we could change it, and she changed it up a little bit, and now it looks really good. Well, that's good. She did a great job, and uh, that's that'll be uh, something proud. I'm definitely gonna get one. So uh, next time you see me, you know, I might have to get you to sign it or at least take a picture with me or something. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and um, so when you, so your dad has—is it a towing, like a towing company or automotive stuff? Uh, he used to tow cars, but now he really doesn't. But he just okay. uh, repairs cars and stuff. I got you. And was he ever involved, or were is was he involved like out to the big stock car track as far as like towing vehicles and working during the races and stuff like that ever? Or is uh, not really, but like at um, at Del Mar, mm-hmm. right where kind of close where I live. Uh, you know I'm talking about uh, yeah. Del Mar, the big track. Yeah. Um, yeah, Delaware International Speedway. Yep. Yeah, so uh, like um, I've been there, and some of the people that I used to race with when we used to go over there after we raced, they used to ask me, "Is that your dad's shop?" Because some of the trucks they have chips repair and towing on them so mm-hmm. some people used to ask me that and i'm like no i don't know what that really is but i gotcha well that's cool i i always thought it was you know so um so anyway that's cool um as far as do you do you have time to do anything outside of racing with all the traveling i mean what are some of the things that if you have an off weekend like i think this weekend i think your dad said you guys might be around what are your What are you gonna do, or what do you like to do when you don't race? Oh, um, when I don't race, mainly I just stay home. Maybe like play with my RC car, but uh, and then sometimes I will play on my Xbox, maybe a little bit, and then maybe I race into. 
Okay. What's your favorite game on Xbox? Um, probably I just got this new game called Wreckfest. That's probably my favorite game. Wreckfest. All right. I have to get my son to check it out. He's um, he has Xbox and likes to try out some new stuff. And as far as the RC cars, when you mess around with that at your house, are you? Is it like a little oval track? Or are you outside running like more like a little truck that you jump hills and stuff like that with? Oh, no, like, these RC cars, like, you know how you buy the little ones at, like, Walmart or something like oh, that? okay. Like, these aren't like that. These, this one I got for Christmas, it was probably $300, $400, but, uh, like, they go, like, so there's, like, three modes on it. The first one's probably, like, 10, the second one's maybe 30, and the then the third mode is, like, race mode. It's, like, uh, it goes, like, 60. Gotcha. That's cool. That's cool. Um. So, let's see. So, Halloween Havoc was um, myself in <clears throat> Explicit Designs with um with Dustin Pleasanton, and then another guy that lives down there that's friends with Jared Jackson, Scott Hassel, um, with I think it's Premier Siding, and we got together. We wanted to do something kind of cool for the kids' class, so we ended up coming up with like a little trophy helmet, and. And uh, you now, so this is kind of how it all came about. But I don't know if you know this. I actually, before you even won this, I had talked to your dad about wanting to get you on here, and uh, so it really kind of worked out pretty cool that someone, yeah. you know, less than an hour from me, ended up winning the race. So, um, so tell me about the race because I was, um, you know, I mean, you you didn't just start out front. I mean, you had to drive to the front. So, could you just tell um, me about that race itself? Just that race or the first race too? Ah, both of them. Tell me about both of them. The whole weekend. Well, the first race, I'm pretty sure I started third or something. Uh, yeah, third. But like, I had no grip on the restarts, and I just kept falling back every restart, going right back up. And I think I finished third in that. I can't remember. And then the uh, second race, I was like, uh, my my dad and Portrop, they all kept telling me, "You got to get up on the wheel," because it's like, uh, I started tenth, and mm-hmm. uh. And, like, every single restart, though, I got some, like, I got, like, one person. That's where I really gained all my advantage. And then when I got to about third, that I had, like, ten laps to go. So I was like, yeah, I can probably do this. And, I mean, the go-kart felt, it turned great, and everything worked out. And that was the first one to get the checkered flag. Yeah, you, uh, I mean, you. it was really impressive. You know, I don't get to see you race that much, but... Uh, compared to when I did watch you a little bit more, you know, two or three years ago, um, you come a long way. So, um, you know, good job, man. I was, I was happy to see you win it, but, um, just the way you did it too, coming from, you know, mid pack or near the back, it was, it was pretty impressive. So congratulations on that. And, um, I think you also, you went racing last weekend, correct? Did you win a race last weekend? Uh, was it last weekend or two weekends ago? I raced last weekend. I can't remember. Uh, I race so much now I can never remember like people at my school they know how I race and they ask me like how'd you do this weekend where'd you race it I'm like I can't even remember (laughs) I can remember where like sometimes I finish but like I can really never remember I just race so often now nothing wrong with that man all you gotta do is drive so that's a good thing um tell me about your racing just maybe over the past couple years and stuff like where so what are some of your uh, maybe the bigger wins you've had, or I think you have a Maxi's National Championship as yeah, well. Yeah, two. And two then, of those. Uh, American Dream. I won there two years ago. 
But, like, uh, when I won my first Nationals, I was so excited. Like, I've been wanting, uh, I was, like, I was pretty much like Halloween Havoc. I was really, really fast compared to everybody else. But on, like, coming to three to go, a yellow came out and my left front fell off. Mm. So. And that was in red plate. Okay. And then American Dream, same thing. I was really excited. Uh, that was when, like, uh, I was still racing with Brian Bradford. And, I mean, Steven was racing with me, too. But Brian, he was the one that was helping me uh, mm-hmm. during the week. Right. Well, I know talking to Brian Bradford, he really uh, he thinks a lot of you. You know what I mean? So that's it's pretty cool to have someone like that with their experience, um, not only with Steven, but even with Brian and the people that have been able to help you. You've been you've been lucky. Yeah. Your dad has surrounded you with uh, with really good people, not you know not only racers, but good people in general. Yeah, like so, I'm um, lucky though that I have the people in my life that help me every weekend and want to put the effort in it to do it. You're right, man. And uh and we're like gonna... some people you can go ahead. No, go ahead, man. This is all about you, buddy. Go ahead. Okay. There's there's like some people though that I see every weekend, they're like their parents always gotta work so they can never like race all the time. But like uh they're still like I got one person, they barely ever race, but like they're a really good friend of mine. Well, that's good. I mean, it's always it's always better to keep a lot of friends around you, you know. And um, how how is it when you like when you race against one of your buddies, like racing Hayes or even the um, the little Huffman kid, Landon? When you guys are on the track, do you look at them different, or whatever happens on the track happens on the track, and you guys are going to play together afterwards? How do you how do you think about that stuff if you do? Uh, like uh, I just try to drive everybody as clean as I can, but. Um, we just race each other like we race everybody else, and what happens on the track, like you said, happens on the track, and then we get over it. Right. Well, that's good because as much as you race, you guys will be racing each other then either the next weekend or the following one. So, um, so that's good to hear. And when you're at the track, do you have any favorite track foods? Um, that you generally foods? get? Yeah, as far as food, do you have a favorite track food or any snacks that you um, generally take? At Hanging Rock, this has got to be like my all-time favorite. Uh, at Hanging Rock Cartway, they have these pizza, like these pizza bagels things, or whatever. Uh-huh. And they're, I mean, I love pizza, but I barely ever have it. And they're just like better than pizza. I don't know what they do, but they're like good. Oh, that's cool, man. I haven't been there before, but um, after this podcast, I think people will be going there just for that. So they'll hear that. <laughs> But when like you... by, but like by um, probably I think it was like eleven o'clock. They were all sold out of them. Uh they must be pretty good, huh? Um, do you have? So let's just say right now, like who is your favorite go kart driver to watch, or who do you support the most, like right now? Uh, it's um. It's got to be between my three teammates. Uh, yeah. And it can be it can Ty, be all three of them. Yeah, yeah like Ty, Steven, and Bubba. But um, lately, Ty has been really good. And Steven, since he won that 5,000, he's been pretty good, too. He's mm-hmm. won, like, all the, pretty much 
uh, Stephen, he's won kind of like the big races, but he need like um, he needs to start like winning a little bit of like the uh, like the not like the big big races, but like some right. of the smaller races. But mm-hmm. well, you have to have a talk with him about that. <laughs> and when you when those guys racing, so you're surrounded by. Um... You know, not just racers, but really good racers. Um, I know Stephen a little bit. He's actually going to come on the podcast in a couple weeks. Um, mm-hmm. I told him it was kind of part of this. Like, we want to get you on here. And then I know you guys are teammates. So we want, I want to get him on afterwards. And um, how do those guys, you know, the older guys kind of, I'm sure they look at you as like a little brother type deal. And what are some of the things that they help you with as far as driving or telling you that maybe helps you um, on the track? Uh, they help me a lot, like, um, they, like, they tell me, like, when, before I got on the racetrack, maybe, like, if the track, like, if I was wide open, like, at the beginning of the day, maybe they wet the track down, it was a lot slicker, they would tell me, maybe, like, burp it just a little bit, feel it out, maybe, but. Mm-hmm. That's good. Well, you're obviously listening, because, uh, you're doing a great job, and when you, is there a, like, as far as go-karting goes from the time, you know, when you first started even to now, is there a favorite, like, your favorite moment, one or two of them? I mean, it doesn't have to be a race. It could be on the way or maybe it was a race that you won. But what are what are some of the moments or the big races that really stuck out to you that, um, like, as you look back, even at 11 years old, that you're pretty proud of? Uh, like I said, Nationals, that's got to be, like, that was – I was so excited when I won that. That's like that's my. It's between that and uh, American Dream. They got to be my like one two favorites. I just can't compare them. But mm-hmm. I've uh, won a little bit more at nationals. Uh, accomplished a little bit more. So I kind of got to go with nationals a little bit more than the uh, province. Mhm. Gotcha. And. So even though you're 11, you have been racing for a while. So if you, if there's anyone that's going to listen to this, maybe some little kids that are going to listen that are just getting into this, would you have anything that you, you would like to tell them or any advice or anything like that as far as um, just getting started out? Because it's, it's hard when you're racing and you're not winning and you're trying to learn. But is there any, you know, anything you'd like to pass along to younger people maybe listening to this you just gotta like try your best and you can't give up like if you like i know there's been times where i flipped real bad and i don't want to race and stuff anymore i just want to like go off the track but like uh patriot one time i think it was three years ago maybe uh i, I got in a real bad wreck like i had burned my back and there was a blister like really big on my back and i still went back out there but i finished like seventh i think Okay. Well, it's I definitely a lot of things that are in common where people start racing and their kids like when they flip. I I think it's pretty important to get back out there. Not that you finish good, but just so you don't get scared and stuff. So um so it's good that you did get yeah. back out there. Cuz like after that wreck though, that was well my after my first time like my first time flipping. This was when I began started racing in red plate. Uh I actually flipped and there, there was, like, three of us. This was at, uh, uh, I think it was, I don't know, uh, 
Yeah, I think it was Dover or something. Uh, but like, uh, I had flipped and was well, I'd flipped probably like with 10 to go, and I still went back out there and I won the race. <laughs> That's cool. <clears throat> when, so let's say if you could put a big sign or like a billboard. Uh, let's say you're going to go to um, Thanksgiving Thunder, and you can put a big sign there. And you can say anything you want on it, so everyone that comes in that weekend sees it. What would you put on that sign? Uh, and it's a tough question, man. But um, anything that pops in the mind? I don't know. Maybe like we're here to race, not to fight, or something, because. Sometimes there's a lot of that, huh? Yeah. So when you see that, if you see, you know, some of the older guys fighting and stuff like that, like how how do you feel like that? Do you feel bad for them? Do you want to get in there and kick somebody in the kneecap? Or are you just like, eh, that's just trouble. You wish it didn't even happen. Yeah. Uh, I'm just like, I stay back. And I, I mean, I'm not trying to get in the middle of it and get myself <laughs> hurt. Yeah. Yeah. Um... So, as far as uh, maybe taking some time to kind of think or thank a couple of people that have helped you that either in the past or even currently, who are some of the people or sponsors or, or companies that you're involved with that you'd like to maybe give a shout out to while you're uh, on here? Uh, I got to thank Phantom Racing Chassis for every single chassis he's built for me and everything he's done. Uh, Jonathan Cash for awesome motors for many years and uh steven adams for the tires uh now and brian bradford for what he's done for me in the last couple years uh pork chop kyle adams uh puncture clutches uh nitro gears um pink magic tire prep and there's probably a couple more out there that i not thinking about it. Oh yeah, Scotland Designs. Um, yeah, and if you think of anyone else, you know, I, I can put something on there. You know, I can type it up too. So, um, Chubbs listened to the interview after we were done, and he wanted to make sure that I added Ty Bennett in to who he wanted to thank. So uh, I know. So one of the things when I put um, on the Facebook page for Zero Analytics that you were going to be on here, I just want to make sure that you get paid. So um, Alexa Riggins Mollis, she said, I would pay good money to hear that. So I'm not sure if you're going to their little invitational race in a couple weeks, but when when you do, you need to go remind her that she owes you money. She never said how much, but you need to go collect on that for me, all right? So you take that money and you go buy uh, something. Uh, is there anything else that, um, you know, anything else you want to talk about? Anything that comes to mind as far as racing goes? Um, not really. No? Well, I think you did a really good job, man. I, um, like I said, it's been a couple years. I, I mentioned something to you about it after you won the race. And, uh, I, you know, I appreciate you taking the time and, uh, Thanks for did having you, me. Yeah, no problem, man. I'm I'm happy to see kids like you grow, and um, not only as a kid but as a racer. And uh, as far as the helmet goes, did you? Um, is that something that did it look good? Did you like it? 
Yeah, I thought it looked really good. I mean, uh, it definitely was a good uh, little trophy for us because we don't normally get trophies like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was a great surprise because I really didn't even know. I thought that was trophy was up there for something else. And right. then after the race, my dad told me, uh, uh, look what trophy you won. And I was like, oh, dang, I didn't even know. Uh-huh. Well, that's cool, man. I'm a... Uh... Like I said, it's I, part of the reason that we kind of got together and did that is because, you know, sometimes you don't get, you know, helmets or trof- like cool trophies. You might you might get a little plaque or win some money and stuff, but especially for, yeah. you know, the kids, you know, that money's gone. You don't really see it. Um, so hopefully with the helmet, you'll have it sitting around and maybe when your kids start racing one day, you'll be able to tell a story about how you want it coming from 10th spot, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, right now, I just got the trophy. It's sitting on uh my uh what's it called it's sitting in my living room on the table coffee table yeah yeah all right and so once i put this out hopefully sometime this weekend maybe like sunday um i'm gonna also like try to tag you in it and if someone wants to get a hold of you on social media like facebook or instagram or anything um i know that they can find you on facebook at logan shockley or logan chubb mm-hmm. shockley and i'll like i said i'll tag you in that look at uh also they can look at shockley boys racing for that stuff too okay shockley boys racing cool and um are you on are you just on facebook are you on instagram or is there anywhere else just um, facebook good well that's probably good for an 11 year old there's a lot of trouble out there <laughs> but all right well logan i appreciate your time man and um hopefully i will see you at the track here in the near future and uh if there's anything that you know that i can ever do as far as the show just let me know and um like i also will i kind of share the picture of your t-shirt so hopefully um you'll be sold out within a matter of a few days <laughs> thank you for having me Yes, sir. Thank you so much. And tell your dad I said hi, okay? Okay. All right. See you later, buddy. Bye. All right, guys. There you have it. The junior winner of the Halloween Havoc, Chubb Shockley. He did a great job, and I know that you heard us talking about his T-shirts. Please do me a favor. If nothing else, even if you don't buy one, check it out. They're pretty cool. Um, it's definitely for the kids shirts. I mean, I don't know that I've seen a better t-shirt out there. I'm definitely going to get one. I'm hoping I can see Chubbs in the, in the next few months. I'll get him to sign it, maybe take a picture or something kind of cool. But, uh, like I said, you can find him at Logan Shockley on Facebook and Shockley Boys Racing on Facebook. And again, if you see Scott Hassel down in Elizabeth City, uh, if you see Dustin Pleasanton, you want a cool paint job, you can find him at Explicit Designs on Facebook, uh, or on instagram as well and i'll try to tag all those guys so you can find them if you're interested and if you're not um like as always if you see anyone that's been on the show you know it takes a lot takes their time to come on here and record with me and you know hundreds and hundreds of people are listening to it so even for 11 year old to get up there and talk and as as well put together as he was and even the other guests and um you know i think it shines light on not only the driving part of racing but also the individuals and and you know and how good they can be and how good they are so if you see them tell them thank you and i'll talk to you later